When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And I'm so excited today because we're talking to someone in Dublin. And for those of you who aren't watching, yes, I do have that history. People look at me and they say, are you Irish? You know, with red hair and the freckles. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I have been to Dublin. I think it is absolutely fabulous. I would move there in a second. So I love that I have a connection there now. Um, so please join me in welcoming all the way from Dublin, John Rankin to our program today. Welcome, John. Good morning, Deb. Thank you. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you, and then we will dive into this. So John Rankin is a qualified business systems analyst, qualifying in 1998 in the UK. He has studied a version of trait psychoanalysis and an oriental methodology of how personalities interact. He spent five years studying under a professor from Beijing University, qualifying in 1998. Realizing that most problems in work are caused by clashes of personalities, John designed and built an online SAAS that can be accessed globally to help business leaders to make better informed and unbiased decisions in director and key employee selection. So again, John, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning again. Well, you know, you and I met online and through a, a networking group that, that we belong to. And when we were talking, I was just absolutely fascinated with what you do because it is about figuring out how teams of people interact and work well together or in some cases don't work well together. But before we really start talking about this, tell us a little bit more about how it is that you got to where you are today and how you discovered that this is your passion in life. Oh, that's a, a long story insofar as um, my family were very, uh, how would I say, different. They, <laughs> all, they all, you know, th- there is a saying, you can pick your friends, but you can't pick your family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I had one of those families that uh, we were all very individualistic and uh, had very strong opinions. So one had to be passionate and stand up for oneself. Um, Throughout my working life, also, um, there were situations where in a particular job, uh, a manager conflicted with me. He also made it uh, very difficult 
for me uh, in in work. And eventually I was asked to leave that I was accused of stealing money. Uh, you know, like I had never done anything per se, you know, that was, uh, that could be considered conflicting with this particular person. But uh, yes, I left, the, I left the job, went to work elsewhere. And within the matter of about six weeks, uh, it had been realized that it wasn't, you know, I wasn't the culprit. It was mm-hmm. the person who actually complained about me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was kind of one instance. But then uh, my father went into business with his best friend. Mm-hmm. And he ended up uh, going into hospital, triple bypass surgery. Um, so all his clients, all his business, he, mm-hmm. he started worrying about it, put himself mm-hmm. under huge stress. And when he came out, it was a case of, you know, I don't want to work with you again, you know, mm-hmm. and the, the partnership fell, fell apart, mm-hmm. but also the friendship fell apart. Oh, mm-hmm. So, you know, sort of stress and pressure can, you know, affect people, can uh, impose that kind of uh, uh, conflict within mm-hmm. a relationship, especially mm-hmm. when there's a personality shift. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's many, many situations you know, that I was in like that mm-hmm. or that I observed and was able to, um, you kind of realize, okay, these two people just can't seem to get on. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. And, mm-hmm. you know, as I say, you know, I came across by chance, uh, this professor, and he started explaining things, showed me how they do things uh, mm-hmm. in the Orient. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of it was very, very ancient knowledge. Mm-hmm. So I then learned trait psychology mm-hmm. and, you know, was able to put the two things together mm-hmm. that gave me a platform to actually identify and then realize what was going on or predict mm-hmm. the personalities mm-hmm. and the relationship. So that, that was, you know, basically the way I kind of got started mm-hmm. into then realizing that businesses needed this service. Mm-hmm. You know, that you got the the bias out of, you know, whether people said, oh, I like you, so I'm going to give you the job, mm-hmm. you know, and then put them into a team where mm-hmm. it just wouldn't work. Right. So, yeah. So that's that's basically the short version. <laughs> I, I love it. You know, and, and we all have been members of teams, companies, you know, whatever it is, where we get along really well with some people. And other people, it doesn't matter. We just clash with them. But then the really funny thing is sometimes we do our best work with them, um, you know, and it's kind of like the, the yin and yang and, and things like that. But, you know, it's, I think in many cases, companies, teams, nonprofits, whatever, you know, we don't get to choose who those people are. And so we're just all thrown together and kind of, you know, the, the sink or swim attitude. And then we don't understand why things don't work. Um, you know, and, and so talk to us a little bit more about that. Most, most of uh, the time people will, if they clash with us, mm-hmm. we tend to react and, right. and push back against that. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you mean? I'm same, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, or why are you always picking on me? You mm-hmm. know, Mm-hmm. It, it's that kind of pushback, and then that mm-hmm. sets up the conflict, mm-hmm. and it can progressively get get worse. Mm-hmm. So, 
most of the time, yes, as you say, people are picked for their qualifications, they're picked mm-hmm. for their knowledge, mm-hmm. and they're expected. You know, the in most uh, job, uh, what would you call it, uh, you, you know, notifications, mm-hmm. they say needs to be a good communicator. Right, it's almost always person. in there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in in any business school, they do look at uh, psychometric testing, mm-hmm. you know, and they will do psychometric testing for the people. Sometimes they have maybe three, four, five mm-hmm. different testing methodologies, mm-hmm. and they say you're this type of person, mm-hmm. and you're like X amount of the population, and you behave like this. Mm-hmm. But they don't realize that other people make us behave. In certain right. ways. Right. We're you know, reacting. So, so mm-hmm. We're reacting. So sometimes it's very positive mm-hmm. and sometimes it's very negative. And if we come out of an argument, we might say to our friend, I don't understand this person. You know, I don't understand why they're reacting this way or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's within a matter of a couple of seconds. You you might act in a, a very angry way with mm-hmm. one person and then turn to your friend and say, you know, something, you know, very soft. You know, in a normal voice without raising, mm-hmm. uh, you know, raising your voice. So it's understanding the different personalities, how mm-hmm. they fit together. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you're able to build a team where you're not biased. You're not saying, mm-hmm. well, I like you, as I, I right. said before. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're saying, I know you're going to be able to work well with this person. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put the two of you together. Mm-hmm. So you're building then with purpose, with knowledge, with assurance that you're picking a team that's going to be balanced. Mm-hmm. You you can then have opposite opinions, mm-hmm. you know, where under, you know, if it's just those two people together, yes, mm-hmm. they would clash. But if you build it within a structured team mm-hmm. where you're supporting each, each mm-hmm. person on the team, then you'll have a more balanced approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the basis of diversity and inclusion, you know, mm-hmm. because it's it's not the outward signs of difference. Mm-hmm. It's how people think, mm-hmm. and they, you know, the reason they're picking people from different countries, different parts of the world, is because they think, you know, the people think they're going to think mm-hmm. different, right? You know, where whereas they could pick those exact same people mm-hmm. from within their own country and, you know, sort of have the same diversity. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, so it's knowing the different personalities, how they fit together, and then knowing how to pick them. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's, it's quite simple <laughs> in a way. Yeah, it's simple and complicated all at the at yeah. the same time, you know, because it makes sense when we talk through mm-hmm. it. But it is, you know, it's it's tricky when you're, forced to have those people, you know, for, for whatever reason, um, you know, and, or, or, or you're one of the people, you're not the person in charge, you know, all of those various things. And it was funny. We, we, as I mentioned, we chatted before. And one of the things I think, you know, at least here in the States, you know, in many times, especially when you go to work for a larger organization, you get to take those personality tests. And I hated those personality tests. You know, and and yes, I know that they have their purpose, but I'm also the type of person who, as I'm taking the tests, which were never short, and I'm saying that specifically, um, you know, so they're long and they're complicated. I'm always taking those thinking, 
Now, I can't answer it the way I, I want to answer it. I need to answer it in the way that the company wants me to answer it. So, you know, I, I need to answer it that, you know, I'm always the people person. I'm the go-getter. I'm the problem solver, you know, all of those various things. And then I always, you know, because there's, you know, some of these, these things have hundreds of questions, it seems like anyway, I'm always thinking, where are they trying to trip me up? They're trying to catch me, you know, answering one question one way. And when they reword the same question, I answer it a different way. And so then they, you know, and, and, and so I hated those things. I felt that they never really showed the true me because I was trying to game the system. Um, you know, and, and I took your, your um, uh, it's not a test, um, but I, I, I took your, your um, well, I'm going to call it a test for now. And the first thing was, it took me less than five minutes. It was just like, holy schmoly. I mean, you know, I was, I was ready. I was going to spend as much time as I needed to. And I'm like, that's it. There's not a next button. I mean, you know, and there were 30 questions, maybe. I mean, this was, was very, very short. And so that impressed me. But it also, you know, it wasn't one of those things where I was trying to, to figure out what I needed to say that, that you wanted to hear. And I wasn't also trying to figure out how it was trying to trick me. And so I was just very impressed with the process that you've come up with. It's, it's different uh, because, in, as you say, in psychometric testing, Mm -hmm. uh, they're repeating the same questions in different ways. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're looking for validation. Mm -hmm. They could do, uh, if people were honest and answered the questions honestly, right. yes, you could have right. as little as 30 questions. Mm -hmm. But, you know, sort of it's usually 80, 90, mm -hmm. 100, 110. You know, they're, they're, all they're doing is validating the core mm -hmm. number of questions that mm -hmm. they, they really want. So. You know, I realize this. You know, I all the questions that I ask are uh, emotionally based. Mm -hmm. You know, how you feel. I then understand. You know, sort of uh, your basic personality. I can then look at well, what would your opposite? What would you look like if you were under continual stress? Mm -hmm. um, what would you look like if you're under stress? Mm -hmm. And how does that impact? And because I'm looking at two people mm -hmm. or more, it's how are you going to interact with the other person? Mm -hmm. So it's 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 all about the relationship. Mm -hmm. It's all about what happens between mm -hmm. the people. Yes, I give you a report saying this is your personality. This is mm -hmm. what happens. Yeah, you know, as I say, when you go under stress or continual stress, mm -hmm. and you know, so with some people, it's they actually go through all those stages in any given day. Mm -hmm. You know depending on what's happening in their right. life. But they're using their personality. They understand who they are. Mm -hmm. And then they say, well, this is how I operate. Mm -hmm. And this is how I interact with this person. And I'm very comfortable in this relationship. And you know, you're, you're then looking at retaining mm -hmm. that person or that relationship because the, the likelihood of them leaving, you know, one person leaving, mm -hmm. is going to be very... Uh, unlikely because mm -hmm. they don't know if they go to another job or another company, they might end up working with someone they hate or who hate even worse, mm -hmm. who hates them. Mm -hmm. You know, so you're you're trying to explain all the different relationships. Mm -hmm. And especially when you're dealing with a board of directors. Right. You know, and with corporate governance, they have to rotate 
the directors every couple of years. Mm -hmm. So getting a new person in, yes, they might be hugely experienced and everything else, but uh, it could be a situation where uh, they could be totally disruptive to the board or even to the chairman or president of the company and cause endless problems. Mm -hmm. So that's when you start talking about a toxic culture. Mm -hmm. you know, and they, you know, it can be within teams as well, mm -hmm. you know, where you have good people, but they just can't work. Mm -hmm. So, right. yeah, it, it's, it's, very, it's very revealing. Mm -hmm. When you're looking at relationships, mm -hmm. you know, right. and then because you're looking at relationships outside of you, yes, you have your own mm -hmm. opinions, but you can then say, oh, I know those people are going to work together, or I know there's going to be a clash. I know mm -hmm. how to manage right. that, right. or that person's under stress. Mm -hmm. I know how they're then going to think and operate mm -hmm. and, you know, sort of maybe cause problems or mm -hmm. maybe, uh, you know, gang up against me, you know, sort of all that sort of thing that takes sometimes years uh, to actually figure out, especially on a board of directors. Right. But within in a team, you know, people are, they have a probation period. Mm -hmm. And the reason it, it's there is to see, are they going to fit in? Right. Are they going to fit mm -hmm. into the culture? Mm -hmm. So, it, you know, all that you can do through this report. Right. You know, and... And it's interesting because I see disruptive and toxic as two different things. Disruptive can be very positive in many ways because, you know, we don't always want people to agree with us. It's, it's the people who say, yes, but that sometimes help us get the, the most done, you know, what, whatever the, the circumstance is. You know, they, they make us, in many cases, they make us just rethink our own position. You know, is it right? Um, you know, I, I deal with a lot of companies that, that tell us, well, but this is the way we've always done it. That disruptor is the person who says, okay, that worked, but now let's think about something different. And, you know, and, and we're obviously really seeing a lot of that now post COVID, um, you know, with, with so many different ways that, that we're having to function. The toxic person is that person that is just, you don't want them. Um, you know, they're the, the person who is, is continually undermining It's You know, a lot of times they're very self-centered, um, you know, all of these various things. And, and so it's, it's interesting to, to try and figure out, okay, are they disruptive in, in a positive way or are they disruptive in being toxic? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, the, the, the way you build, you know, I mean, people talk in terms of having a balance in work and life, but also you need a balance in a team. You know, so there, there might be people on the team who don't talk, you know, mm -hmm. sort of, and the reason a lot of this happens is because they don't feel that they're being supported. Right. They're, you know, sort of, you, you have a saying, you know, oh, he's got my back. You know, mm -hmm. it really, you know, if you build a team where each person in the team has someone else's back, Mm -hmm. then they'll encourage that the person they're supporting to actually talk, you know, even, even by saying, you oh, come on, you have a good idea, you know, mm -hmm. speak up, mm -hmm. you know, so people will speak up, but also if you have, the, the reason you get a toxic culture is because one person who might be very dominant mm -hmm. might control other people on the board or within the mm -hmm. team and basically bully them 
mm-hmm. you know, and say, well, no, this is, we're doing this my way. So it's going to be my way or the highway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So again, you know, knowing the personalities, knowing how they interact and whether you've got a balanced supportive team, then you're sort of uh, literally you can mm-hmm. do anything once you have that, uh, that knowledge and that uh, assurance mm-hmm. of how people are. And it's less likely they're going to go under stress or continual stress unless it's something outside. You know, right. maybe a family issue or mm-hmm. a health issue or a finance issue, you know, maybe something or maybe something's happened to one of their kids, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, you're always looking and understanding what's happening mm-hmm. within within the group right. rather than looking at individuals mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, not understanding why they're behaving in such a way. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, it's we talk about group dynamics, but I think most yeah. people have absolutely no idea what that means. Um, and a group can be too. I mean, you know, it's it's you know, we I I you know, my husband and I are opposites. We've been married almost 30 years, so clearly something is working. Um, <laughs> but you know, you also have, you know, whether it's a marriage, whether it's a business partnership, like you were talking about where opposites really are not going to work. Um, and I think, you know, obviously one of the, the big things is that we learn, you know, okay, this is, this person is my opposite. So I need to make sure that their opinion is heard. I need to make sure that I'm not overpowering, um, you know, all of those things. I mean, you know, and, and we'll talk about my results um, here in a second from, from the test, but I mean, I'm clearly one of those kind of take charge type of people. I was talking with somebody earlier on another call today that a lot of times women are called bossy. Um, and, and then there's that other B word that they tend to toss in there. And, you know, but bossy is not a bad thing. Um, you know, it's just learning how to, to work with that. And so it's, it's helpful to know that we, you know, if we have that in our own personality, but, you know, I, I mentioned COVID, what have you discovered you know, and, and we've got the great resignation going on also. And, and it's interesting that, you know, we hear about it a lot here in the States, but it is something that's worldwide. I think a lot of people, you know, are, are taking stock, you know, when they were home, when they weren't in those environments and they're figuring that that's not what I want to do. That's not who I want to be around. So how have things in the last two years really shifted? I mean, it's 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 huge, as you say. People have realised that they don't want to be in a situation, certainly not one of conflict. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing that's you know on the rise is this wellness, you know, mm-hmm. where people, uh, you know, they're talking yes in terms of work life balance, mm-hmm. but also you know, sort of, uh, they know that the health of their employees, the health of their fellow directors. Mm-hmm. Uh, needs to be good, you know. Mm-hmm. If 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 people are under stress, then they end up with stress related illnesses, right? And uh, they can be very very serious. Anything mm-hmm. from a heart attack to someone, mm-hmm. you know, like I've heard directors saying, "Yeah, I put my back out," you know, and I right. don't know yeah, how I did it. Yeah, things that you wouldn't think are work related, yeah, are mm-hmm. are you know, and people are have realized that. Yeah, in a lot of cases, they're in a toxic culture. Uh, they are working for a boss they don't like or who they know doesn't like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're resentful of this, and they they stay in the job because they don't think or, or 
in some cases, they don't believe that they'll get as good a job. Right. Or they so, have to. I mean, you know, they need the benefits. They need the pay. I yeah. mean, you know, yeah. So so they've they've realized by this kind of step back, you know, where they're in their home, they're in maybe mm-hmm. in some cases a very supportive environment. Mm-hmm. But they what people tend to do is they complain to either their closest friend mm-hmm. or to their to their partner. Mm-hmm. And eventually the partner just says, Well, look at if you're that unhappy, why don't you leave? Right. <laughs> do you something. Mm-hmm. Do something, you know. And you know, people have come to realization, oh yeah, you know, I can leave, you know, or I can go for that interview without, you know, being missed from the office, mm-hmm. you know, or I can do a Zoom call, mm-hmm. you know, where, you know, so that nobody knows that I'm I'm actually looking for another job. But, you know, at the base, at the very core of it mm-hmm. is the relationship that those people have mm-hmm. with the other people in the group, in the team, on the board, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, you know, sort of if they realized, you know, sort of, or sorry, if the employer realized that, yeah, I can, I can look at a team and look at supporting my key employees or my key people in order to retain them, mm-hmm. then you wouldn't have had such a mm-hmm. mass exodus right. of people in this great resignation. Mm-hmm. And as you say, it's global. Mm-hmm. It's global. I mean, even, even. You know, sort of. I'm he- even hearing of uh, CEOs resigning, right? Because you know, I've, people from nonprofit, from charities, and things like that, just who can't get on with their fellow directors or fellow employees. So, you know, sort of, it's not an isolation. It's not you know, hospitality or mm-hmm. you know, entertainment or whatever. It's you know, right across the industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and it's because people were picked just to. You know, for their qualifications, mm-hmm. they weren't picked to fit in. Right. Yeah. The, oh. You you looked at somebody's resume, and yeah. and and checked the boxes. Um, yeah. You know, and and so and then you made them take one of those other personality tests, and you mm. went, oh, they're a X Y Z whatever person, they'll fit in. You know, and and they were like me. They gamed the system. Um, yeah. You know, and and you know, one of the things that that I really wonder about is, and I because I think we're going to have to deal with this going forward is how we worked together when we were together. So in the same office mm. and now that it's remote, I mean, how has that skewed things? I mean, you know, are people, I mean, it's, it's, it's very easy to, especially on say zoom calls, you turn your camera off, you zone out, you're not paying attention. You're not participating. You know, and you can't really do that on in, you know, yeah, you can on an in-person meeting, but how are the dynamics changing, especially if we don't go back into actually being physically together? One, one of the biggest problems is uh, a thing called the fear of missing out. Right. FOMO. And mm-hmm. FOMO. Yeah. And, and people, you know, sort of because they, you know, a lot of our communication is mm-hmm. uh, nonverbal. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they don't always see what's happening with the person, you know, right. as you say, they might switch the camera off mm-hmm. or say, you know, sort of, oh, my room is messy. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to switch things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's this fear of missing out, you know, mm-hmm. is causing a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And because they know, oh, well, I know my manager doesn't like me, or I've just come into a new employment mm-hmm. and I'm trying to figure out the, the personalities that I'm dealing with. 
So there's a lot of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. So between the uncertainty and the anxiety, it's it's just adding fuel to the fire, mm-hmm. you know, so that um, you know, people yeah, are getting stressed. And with, with one company that I was dealing with, uh, a global uh, IT gaming company, mm-hmm. they had employees, you know, sort of uh, script writers, uh, visual artists, and so forth and so on, programmers, uh, marketing people, and everything else. But they were spread from, they had some in India, they had Liechtenstein, Italy, Portugal, Malta, mm-hmm. Ireland, and then over in Argentina. And you know, because of the pandemic, the CEO couldn't travel. You know, and he used to spend several months a year traveling to the different offices, dealing with situations, problems. But when I, you know, sort of uh, when he employed me to do up a report, he was able to see, okay, who would actually work well with who? Did they have the right uh, sort of lines of communication? That something that was being designed would, then was being programmed, but the two people got on well together, so they were able to discuss through any particular issues or problems. And in the report, it turned out that uh, one of the one of two people who were in the Portugal office uh, was under continual stress. And he was going, you know, why is this? You know, mm-hmm. he's a good guy, he's well qualified and everything else. And anyway, that's what had showed up in the report. Mm-hmm. So he came back to me a couple of days later and told me, actually, it's very funny. Uh, this particular guy is married to the woman who is also working in the same office. Ah. But because of the pan- pandemic, mm-hmm. they were stuck in a small apartment. His, oh, no. His mm-hmm. old apartment. Mm-hmm. You know, he was stressing that they didn't have enough space, mm-hmm. wanted to find a bigger place for them to move to, and it was just causing him stress. You know, mm-hmm. So his whole focus was on something that... Uh, was just playing on his mind. So he wasn't totally focused on his work. Mm-hmm. Within a matter of a month, the owner, you know, who was here in Ireland, was able to locate a, a, a bigger apartment mm-hmm. through contacts that he had. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, so all the stress was gone. Great. Right. You know, they, they could move. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he was he was still able to deal with the with the people, mm-hmm. deal with their issues in a very positive, productive way, mm-hmm. once he knew what was wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it does, it impacts, you know, sort of, and, you know, sort of with a lot of people now in this kind of uh, remote working situation, you know, again, it's very, very important to put in those support structures, mm-hmm. but it's it's people, it's how people feel. You know, like we, we, we all walk our own path. Mm-hmm. But it, it's who our companion is is going to make that journey easier mm-hmm. or not. So it's another, you know, bit of philosophy there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. just to, you know, you know, once people know, you know, how to build supportive teams mm-hmm. that also allow for that conflict, mm-hmm. then you can have all the different types of people, all the different personalities, mm-hmm. and there's a lot more than just sixteen. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, when you take the different levels. Mm-hmm. you're into thousands of mm-hmm. different permeations. Right, right. Well, let's talk about the report. So yeah. first, just give me a, you know, let's let's give our, our uh, listeners and our viewers a couple sample questions. Tell us what, you know, some of the, the things that you ask. Well, um, one 
you know, would be, uh, do you like international travel? You know, uh, you know, it's the reason for that question is you find out if, if people say yes, then you know, right, these people are interested in, in other people, other cultures. So, you know, like it has a ah. reflective back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because it's emotional, they're thinking maybe of their last holiday, you mm-hmm. know, and how they felt about it. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is, do you like criticism or can mm-hmm. you handle criticism? Mm-hmm. Some people say yes, you know, because they can, you know, it depends. They, mm-hmm. People tend to think of situations, mm-hmm. you know, so they put their own story on the questions mm-hmm. and think of situations they've been in, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is, uh, that they believe things were better in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're you're looking, you know, how, do the people live in the past? You know, are they unhappy now? Mm-hmm. So, you know, these are questions that then uh, translate into, mm-hmm. right, the person's under stress or under continuous stress. Right. So th- things like that, you know, uh, they might seem very, very innocent, mm-hmm. but because people are are putting their own story you know, on the questions mm-hmm. and knowing that it's the relationship with someone else. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're kind of going, well, I can't lie, you know, because it might say that I'm not compatible with this other person, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so, you know, you're always looking for, you know, sort of uh, that what people really feel. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so, you know, like one person might say, yes, I'm a brainstormer. You know, mm-hmm. and, and pick on that particular question, mm-hmm. where someone else will pick on a question that will show that they're a researcher. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I know that researchers don't get on with brainstormers because right. brainstormers are, you know, oh, give me, you right. know, give me the answer, you know, full of ideas, mm-hmm. you know, I need the answer. Whereas the researcher says, oh, I need to go away and check that, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, I think that's also- what I think that's a question I said no to, you know, no, I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it's you know you're you're all the time trying to mm-hmm. get to how the person feels. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you know they do try. You know, I've had people who do try and manipulate, mm-hmm. and it actually shows up. It says mm-hmm. this person is being evasive. Mm-hmm. You know, they're you know they've answered all the the questions in a certain way that is very evasive, mm-hmm. and therefore you know, I've I've even asked. In, on one or two occasions, I've asked the person to re-answer the question. Ah. You know, I said, mm-hmm. this is not about you. This is mm-hmm. not you know, trying to find fault with mm-hmm. your personality or with, mm-hmm. with some relationship. It, you know, it's really about how you know, maybe you're going to be promoted, how mm-hmm. you're going to work or fit into the next mm-hmm. team. So you're always you know, sort of looking for people to answer honestly. Mm-hmm. Without being nervous that, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's going to be detrimental. Right. You know, and, and I love that, you know, it was a yes or no, or maybe. I love mm-hmm. the fact that you had the option in there for maybe. Because, you know, I'd read it and I'd go, well, sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And and so that was when I answered maybe. It was like, eh. mm-hmm. you know, it depended on the situation, things like that. So, yeah. you know, I've, I've got my report here in, in front of me. Um, and And then we also had my producer take it. Because you know she and I work work well together, and and we we've worked together now for four years. Um, we're getting ready to to start our fifth year, I believe, of working together. And she and I have never met in person, 
you know, it's all been virtual. Um, and, and so it was very interesting to see, because I happen to think we work well together. She must too, or she would have said, go away. Um, but, and we'd, we'd hope to have her on. And unfortunately it didn't work out with the schedule, but, you know, let's, let's kind of go through, you know, just a couple things on mine. There really, you know, there wasn't anything that surprised me, but, you know, kind of from your perspective, talk about some of the things. Okay. Well, I mean, you, 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 are a very mentor type person, uh, which comes out in the report. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your producer is a, a, an organizer. Mm-hmm. So oh, yes. she, would, mm-hmm. she, she would organize. Now, the thing is that part of your personality and part of hers mm-hmm. is the same. You know, mm-hmm. In other words, she also has a mentoring side. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the thought process mm-hmm would be very similar. Mm-hmm. You'd, you'd probably come to the same conclusions, mm-hmm. probably uh, have very similar opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that way, would be able to communicate very well. Mm-hmm. But you you would be a supporting personality to her mm-hmm. personality, to her main personality. Mm-hmm. And this, this would be a very comfortable relationship where, yes, you would do certain th- things, but she would then go away and organize. Mm-hmm. So it, it works out very, very well mm-hmm. for you know, what you're doing and mm-hmm. the fact that you can work remotely mm-hmm. and can communicate right. very, very, very and, well. And that's together, exactly what we do. I'm like, Kim, I need you. Here's what I want. Go do. And she yeah. goes, kaboom, 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 kaboom. I'm gonna, and you know, people have asked me, well, how much oversight do I give her? And I did none. I mean, when we initially started working together, yes. I mean, you know, we just needed to to work out some of the details, but now it's like, okay, you know, she gets it done. So there isn't oversight needed. I might ask her, you know, what do you do? But, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, and that's the nice thing. I mean, I, I, if I had to manage what she was doing, I might as well do it myself. Um, and so knowing that she just does it and does it well, you know, it's, you know, I, I don't have to worry about it at all. But that that's exactly what comes up in the report. Mm-hmm. You know, that, you know, sort of, yes, you, you have ideas. Yes. You're saying, yeah, let's try this. Let's do this. Can mm-hmm. you organize? And she just goes away and organize because mm-hmm. that's in her personality. Mm-hmm. And as long as she develops that, mm-hmm. you know, and knows who she is, mm-hmm. then she can strengthen that particular mm-hmm. trait in, mm-hmm. in in what she does. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's you can identify all these different things in people, mm-hmm. and you know, as I say, it's knowing how they fit together. Mm-hmm. Now that said, uh, I would say that your producer is actually quite uh, a relaxed person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, she can do. She's black. She's probably, you know, very, very organized. Mm-hmm. Uh, where there are other people who internally, they are actually, they have a character that is a stressed character. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it drives them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they just can't sit down. They can't sit still. They're, they're always on the move. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, it's particular types of personalities where mm-hmm. the, main personality and the secondary personality mm-hmm. would be actually opposites mm-hmm. and it just drives people. Mm-hmm. you know there are other personalities where 
one is very close to the other or very similar mm -hmm. and they tend to be almost horizontal you know mm -hmm. you feel come on you know you've got to move you've got to you know, and they need outside motivation mm -hmm. but you know and then there's there's others who you know, would almost you'd say yeah they're a continual studier or you know I had, I had one couple who were in business where she was highly highly organized mm -hmm. and the husband you know who at the time of doing the profile, I didn't realize it was her husband and wife. Um, she she was getting terribly, terribly frustrated mm -hmm. and actually went to a coach who then contacted me to say, look, can you do up a report, mm -hmm. you know, to show how the coach got on with this particular client? Because mm -hmm. he said, I'll tell you afterwards. And what he told me was it had taken him five sessions, you know, five one-hour sessions to actually mm -hmm. get understand the person mm -hmm. and he then thought it'd be very funny if he gave it to me and to see what i would mm -hmm. come up with. and it turned out that the husband was extremely diplomatic mm. and when the wife said you know well what do you think we should do mm -hmm. he would say well we could do this or we could do that mm -hmm. and he used to drive her crazy because she mm -hmm. just wanted one answer mm -hmm. you know of what to do you know, so, uh, you know, when the report, when I sent her the report, she got on to me the first thing in the morning and said, I should have been a marriage guidance counselor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I should have actually twigged it then that it was her husband. You know, right. because they had two mm -hmm. totally, totally different names. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, the coach came back to me then in the afternoon and said, my report had given him the answer in just one report where it taken him five one-hour sessions before he could then actually mm -hmm. start, you know, talking and coaching mm -hmm. the, the woman. Um, it ended up anyway that they decided they'd split mm -hmm. from the business. And in doing so, they saved the marriage, mm -hmm. you know, because needless to say, if they couldn't agree at work, they were bringing that same disagreement right. home mm -hmm. in the evening. So, yeah, you know, like you, you're – looking to help people rather than say you're at fault or mm -hmm. you're wrong or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just a, a different way of looking at how, uh, how the relationship mm -hmm. is. And as, as you so rightly said, we do need people who go, yes, but, mm -hmm. you know, but if it's within a supportive team, mm -hmm. it means that you then facilitate all the different voices mm -hmm. within the, that support team. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, and, and what I love about the the report is it, it helps us understand ourselves, you know, and and how you know, and so not just gee, how am I going to work with Kim, but mm. you know, there were things in there, and and I mean, it really was uncanny how you got this from just the, those few questions. I mean, I like this one. I'm you know, I may focus on the aspects of the job that interest them the most and finish other parts too quickly. And what you should have also said in there was, or ignore them. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, I, yeah. Trying to be PC here. <laughs> right, right. You yeah. know, and I mean, there were other things in there that, you know, I, I look at it and I'm like, oh, wow. You know, and, and so, or things like, I think I'm one way, but when you really examine it, I'm not. Um, you know, and, and so, yeah, it, it was like, like here was one may shy away from management supervisory role as it may put them outside the team. And, you know, we mentioned before that, you know, I'm, I'm sometimes bossy, but at the same point, 
I want to be, and, and this is, you know, me, I want to be part of that team. I want to be included. And many times when you're the boss, you're not. I mean, you know, let's let's go back to, you know, when when we were actually in offices and we met with people, you know, you, you got along really well. But when everybody went out for drinks or out for lunch, the boss was never included. Um, you know, and 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 for you know a variety of reasons. But but yeah, it's like, oh yeah, you know, I and and I and I don't like that feeling. You know, I I didn't, you know, I don't like it when I'm not included. So yeah, I just I mean, like I said, you know, there were so many things in here that was like, oh, this is really interesting. It it some some people actually deny. Oh, I'm not like that, or mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm you know, sort of one I get regularly is I'm a great judge of character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but that's for you know, that's a biased opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you're picking a team, you know, especially in larger organizations, mm-hmm. or even sometimes in simple cases like uh, the merger of two two uh, businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I I've dealt with legal firms here where. Uh, because of Brexit, you know, people have you know, shifted offices mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. Dublin and they they look at taking an interest or share in an existing law firm. Mm-hmm. And it turns out, uh, yeah, you know, so sort of they do the negotiations, everything hunky dory. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, sort of there's there's clashes and, mm-hmm. you know, so sort of they're going, yeah, but we, we sorted everything out mm-hmm. except the people, mm-hmm. they, you know, like. They don't, when they talk about doing people due diligence, Mm -hmm. they're talking in terms of asking someone for their opinion Mm -hmm. about key individuals or the chairman or whatever within an organization or the board of directors. And they don't say, how are these people going to fit into this organization? Right. And I've had, you know, like one was a a major bank here Mm -hmm. in, in Dublin where the actual negotiator was a very senior manager within in the particular mm-hmm. banking group, mm-hmm. and he negotiated for a company to merge in mm-hmm. with his department. Mm-hmm. And it ended up that uh, he, over the next six to nine months, mm-hmm. would find out if the person he negotiated with was actually going to be in the office. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't. He, then this person would come in, mm-hmm. but if he would go, you know, if he knew that the the the, the person was was there, mm-hmm. he would avoid going into the office. And mm-hmm. this went on for well over six months. Mm-hmm. He worked out that he cost the company somewhere in the region of about six hundred thousand. Oh, you know, you know, by not you know sort of mm-hmm. going in or not going in or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when he eventually left, he negotiated mm-hmm. a second. Mm-hmm. You know, which was very, very generous. Mm-hmm. And uh, he took three key clients that he'd been mm-hmm. nurturing and mm-hmm. going to work with uh, away with him. And he mm-hmm. reckoned that each one was going to be worth at least a million to him over the next year. Mm-hmm. So he, he walked out costing the company, you know, mm-hmm. over Millions. three and a half million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, so if you roll that up, they were fintech companies. Mm-hmm. So if one of them became a unicorn, he was he was then happy. You know, he was going to make millions upon millions. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's because he wasn't managed properly. And even when he complained, 
talked mm-hmm. to his his to one of the senior directors, mm-hmm. he was told, "Look, we'll find something different for you. Just mm-hmm. you know, relax. You know, sort right. of enjoy enjoy the ride, so to speak." Mm-hmm. And he wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, he was totally mismanaged, and as a result, it cost the business. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. Well, and you know, have you found sometimes? I mean, this is 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 probably a good example of that. Times where it is not going to work, um, you know, it, it, it's just you know, with the current dynamics that are there, X person or people need to go. Um, you know, have you have you come across that where it's just like you know what? As we would say here in the states, you need to. to to fish or cut bait. Well, now it's the time we have to cut bait. Um, you know, and, and so do you, you know, do you find times where you tell people this is not going to work? Yeah, absolutely. You know, quite often in actual fact. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if I can give an example, mm-hmm. you know, an engineering company here in Ireland uh, had had a problem. Mm-hmm. I was just called in. Uh, we have a problem with our board of management. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I profiled all the people on the board mm-hmm. and it turned out that the uh, production manager mm-hmm. was conflicting with so the conflict was going from the production manager mm-hmm. to the general manager mm-hmm. so i gave them the report and they said uh, okay we'll ask the general manager to change the way he actually operates and mm-hmm. how he manages and i said that's gonna work <laughs> i i'm telling you it's not gonna work you know so anyway, they came back to me about a month and a half later and said, look, we can't, it's not working. You know, so what we tried didn't work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what should we do? Should we let the, the production manager go or mm-hmm. the general manager? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, look, the general manager has only been in there seven months. Mm-hmm. But at this stage, I think it was eight, eight and a half months. Mm-hmm. But I said, if the production manager goes, he is very closely connected or Mm-hmm. I would say uh, you, there's a good relationship between him and the sales manager. Uh oh. So if you mm-hmm. if you get if you lose one, you're going to lose the other. Mm-hmm. So they said, okay, give us a week or so. We're going to check this out. They came back and said, we've let the general manager go. We've given him his severance pay. Mm-hmm. Gone off happy. He said, but we found out that the production manager held a key account, and if we got rid of him, mm-hmm. the key account would have gone. Ah. And the sales manager, mm-hmm. which would have meant you know, sort of uh, just technically on paper, it was mm-hmm. six hundred and twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if the sales manager had gone, it mm-hmm. that would have increased, mm-hmm. and then the likelihood that the company folded was was there at the mm-hmm. loss of one hundred and twenty jobs. Mm-hmm. So you know they were able to then get back that key account, mm-hmm. but give it to one of the directors to mm-hmm. actually manage. Mm-hmm. And actually saved the company, which I found out last week was sold for a very nice profit. Nice. Mm-hmm. So you know, like it had a happy ending, mm-hmm. but initially, you know, it was just conflict, and they mm-hmm. were trying to manage that conflict over the space of mm-hmm. six, seven, eight months, and it just didn't work. Right. You know, and, and I think that's one of the tendencies that people have is to keep trying to fix it. You know, because we all know, you know, it, it, especially at a senior level, if you have to replace somebody, that's painful. Um, you know, there's there's a there is an expense that, that you know goes with that, whether it's 
you know, there, you know, and, and, you know, there's, there's just all sorts of things. And so we do think we can live with it. Um, you know, or like you, you said, you know, they told the one person, well, you need to learn to manage differently. Uh, that's not going to happen. I mean, you know, they're managing based on their personality, based on their education, you know, all of those various things, they might be able to tweak things a little bit, but you know, those, those conflicts are still going to be there. And so, you know, I think that's, you know, and we've, especially here in the States, things are very litigious. You know, you, you, you have to, it's funny, you know, we, many States are what's known here in, in the States is at will, you know, you can fire somebody, you have to give them a reason. But, you know, yeah, that works sometimes. And then sometimes they sue you anyway, um, you know, and, and so it, it gets very tricky here. And then especially with senior level management, um, you know, you, you think, well, we, we have to give them a severance package or all of those things. But I think so many people really just don't understand that if you don't have that team right, your business is not going to truly be successful. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and so, as I said you know, at the beginning, people are picked for their experience and knowledge, you know, but they're not, nobody looks at, you know, how's this person going to fit in? You know, you know if, even if they're saying, you know, this is a great guy mm-hmm. and uh, we want to, you know, mm-hmm. get him from, uh, uh, into a senior level from maybe a, a, a mid-management mm-hmm. level mm-hmm. and then up into maybe a directorship, mm-hmm. you know, you, you plan succession, mm-hmm. you know, but if the people come across someone they dislike or, mm-hmm. you know, where there's a clash of personality, mm-hmm. then you're going to lose that person. Mm-hmm. You know, the person you're grooming to take over, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's the same with family businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have, uh, you know, a son or a daughter and say, yeah, I want them to take over the business. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've, come across situations like that and I've come across, you know, where I've talked to the workers and they say, if that person takes over, right. we're gone. Mm-hmm. You know, so it really does come down to, you know, what type of relationship, mm-hmm. what's it going to look like? Right. You know, uh, is it going to be good? You know, what happens mm-hmm. if, you know, and it, it'd be the same in partnerships where, you know, maybe two men or two women are mm-hmm. in partnership or maybe there's more mm-hmm. and one of them dies mm-hmm. and next minute they have the partner of that person mm-hmm. in right. who you know just drains the business mm-hmm. causes all sorts of problems right and you know they're going you know so why do we ever allow this mm-hmm. to happen right. you know so there's there's it, there's many many situations mm-hmm. you know and i've come across a lot, mm-hmm. not, not all mm-hmm. of them, but right. certainly a lot. Yeah. Well, and diversity is is one of the things. I mean, you know, and, and obviously it's it's very important. But when we're filling roles only to become diverse, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's not going to work either. I mean, I remember years ago I was asked to serve on a board. I was honored. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, this is great. I'm going to make great contacts. You know, uh, and and I thought it was because of my experience, my connections, all of those various things. And I'm, you know, partway through my my term on being there. And somebody said, we had no women. We needed women. They didn't care. I mean, that was the only box that they cared about. They, They didn't care in the slightest about my connections, about any of my knowledge, any of that. They wanted me simply because now they could say, 
we have a woman on our board. Um, now it actually worked out, but in many cases it doesn't, you know, and, and so that that's, that's tricky. And, you know, we obviously do need to, to have diverse teams, boards, whatever, but yeah, when they're only ticking that one box, it's, you know, probably not going to work. Well, they've never been thought to build mm-hmm. a team. You know, it, it just doesn't happen in business mm-hmm. school. Um, they teach conflict management. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because they don't look or know how teams interact mm-hmm. or how personalities interact, mm-hmm. they then can't say this is going to be a good relationship or a mm-hmm. bad relationship. You know, they just don't know until they, they actually put the people mm-hmm. together. Right. Um, you know, and this is where, you know, sometimes HR is not the best option, mm-hmm. you know, because they talk in terms of human resources, mm-hmm. you know, and people, you know, don't like that. They like to be thought of as relationships, right. you know. I Most, you know, if, if you uh, have a relation, a good relationship with work, they tend then to, you know, mm-hmm. become, you know, lifelong friends. Mm-hmm. And then you know. You, because you know them, you can then trust them. Right. You know? And you know this is another word that is being bandied around. You need to build trust, but they don't say, you know, how right. trust is built. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's built through the relationships that people have. You mm-hmm. know, so you get to know someone, you get to like them, but then you get to trust them. Mm-hmm. Or you know, sort of there, there's uh, uh, two ways of not trusting someone. Mm-hmm. You you either know them mm-hmm. or you don't know. Them. You know, so you know, sort of. That's why you don't trust people. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's, it's very important, mm-hmm. you know, to actually build strong teams, and it's been uh, related to by uh, and, and written about by the likes of Bain and Company, where trust has been built by allowing people to work with people they like, mm-hmm. and. In some cases, during the say financial collapse, you know, Bain recorded, you know, sort of one particular organization, you know, had a fabulous run during, you know, sort of what was a financial crisis, uh, outperforming everyone and even in their own category, but they weren't able to duplicate that. Mm. You know, so knowing how to build the teams, you can then duplicate, mm-hmm. you know, right. and say, yeah, so. You know, when you're picking diversity, mm-hmm. you know, the people still have to fit in. And, mm-hmm. you know, I came across, you know, I was at um, a meeting of the 30% club, mm-hmm. which is about, you know, getting more women in onto senior management boards mm-hmm. and things like that. And one woman joined, you know, a board. Mm-hmm. And as they were going into the first meeting, there was a very derogatory comment made to her that the only mm-hmm. reason she got the job was because of her anatomy mm-hmm. and uh she subsequently left the company within right. i don't know maybe two or three months you know mm-hmm. she just said i'm not putting up with this mm-hmm. and just walked you know mm-hmm. but she related the story to this mm-hmm. room of ceos and, mm-hmm. and senior managers and saying this attitude has to stop mm-hmm. you know it's not healthy it's not productive right. and you're losing good people mm-hmm. i know so, well, oh my gosh, John, we've only got a couple minutes left. I mean, this is this has been so much fun. We definitely have to to continue this discussion, and and so we will have you on again because I think this is just absolutely critical um, for for us to be thinking about this and whether it's 
your family dynamics. Um, you know, we all, you know, many of us serve on nonprofit boards or we volunteer. I mean, all of these things, plus then we're employees or we have staff, you know, all of these. I think it's so important. But if someone wants to work with you now, how do they find you and, and connect with you? Most people connect with me through my website, okay. uh, which is www.corporate and the numbers 121.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there's also a recording there of uh, uh, an interview I did on live radio mm-hmm. where the, uh, the uh, presenter actually asked, you know, would I do this particular profile and talk about mm-hmm. it on air? Not realizing that he brought the people, you know, one person into the studio mm-hmm. and the other two were on the phone. So I, you know, I didn't realize that was going to happen. I thought mm-hmm. I was just going to talk about the report. Uh-huh. And, and there they were. Uh, and there they were. Um, the, the other way is email. Mm-hmm. So uh, the email is very, very simple. It's corp, C-O-R-P. And again, the number is one-to-one at gmail.com. Perfect. So either way, people can... Mm-hmm. Connect with me, literally uh, send me a connection request, mm-hmm. pose a question, mm-hmm. and I'll see what I can help mm-hmm. them with. You know, sort of uh, if it necessitates a review of the mm-hmm. a team or something like mm-hmm. that, yes, that can be done and, and uh, it can be done remotely. That, you know, I don't have to travel, right. you know, to different yeah, parts of the gotta world. I love technology. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I always, fo- I always follow up with a conversation. You know, how to fix that problem, mm-hmm. how to bridge the gap between the different personalities who may or may not be in conflict. Right. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, this really has been absolutely fascinating. And, you know, and, and like I said, I, I can't wait to do it again. Do you have any final thoughts for everyone? It, they need to start thinking differently. Uh, I mean, psychometrics was good in its day. Mm-hmm. But uh, the world has moved on. People are voting with their feet. Mm-hmm. So in order to retain those good people, in order to outdo the competition, in order to you know, be a good CEO who profits and, and then can uh, uh, demand a, a decent salary or benefits or whatever, you need to start looking at the people. You need to think of people as in relationships mm-hmm. you know if they're not happy they're not going to be productive mm-hmm. so a happy person you know will go that extra mile mm-hmm. will give the extra effort and that's what you want great so i love it i love it yeah you know this this really has been fascinating and i i can't wait to do it again and and so we will but until then i've dipped career i've been having a fascinating discussion talking with john rankin and until next time everyone have a great day Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.